Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Welcome, welcome back. We are in the middle of a heat wave here in the UK, which means that uh, airport runways have melted. People are told to stay at home, to stay outside of the sun. And basically there is just no infrastructure here in the UK to deal with the level of heat that we are experiencing. So even though for people like me who, you know, grew up in... Ukraine, we had really hot summers. So, you know, 40 degrees, 45 degrees, it's not necessarily, it's an unbearable heat for sure, but it's not unknown. Here, there is just no infrastructure. People don't have aircon units. There is, you know, there is just a lack of being able to just do work in many different situations. So it's hot. It feels like summer is actually definitely upon us. And it definitely feels like, you know, even though schools are not necessarily out yet, it feels like summer is here, it has arrived, it has declared itself, it has, you know, said, hello, hello, global warming, my old friend, let me suffocate you all with this heat, and perhaps let me, you know, remind you of what real heat is like. So I've had a really great, I've had a really great week, to be honest, because I have, we've just celebrated my mum's birthday, July is birthday month, for me, it's my birthday this week. And as I'm recording this, my birthday is on Wednesday. So I'm very, very excited. Very excited just to see my family, to hang out with them, to see everyone one more time and to do like a big family barbecue. But this begs the question, and this this is something that I talk to clients every single year about. It is the summer biz spiral. And, you know, as I was lying on the beach yesterday, and I was sunbathing, it was Sunday, it was beautiful, I was swimming in this, in the Brighton Sea, I was enjoying the seagulls, I'm not sure whether you can hear them, but they're so loud in my background. Um, it, it, it's just something that we have to deal with, <laughs> by the seaside. The, seagull, the seagulls are everywhere, and, and they will steal your food, but they're very vibey. So, as I was lying on the beach yesterday, I was sort of thinking about what are the themes that have kept coming up over the last week or two with my clients? And what have we been talking about in the Soulmate Client Accelerator with, you know, with the people that are in that program? And really, the thing that keeps coming up again and again is that people are on holiday, people are away, people are planning to go away, people are, you know, not focusing on their own business, they're in client, other client mode, right? And they're not necessarily even like one of my clients that last week was like, it feels so wasteful to have this VIP day with you. I don't feel like I should be focusing on my own business. I feel like I need to be doing other things for other people. 
And I think that that is really um, a really common sentiment that most coaches fall into or most service providers specifically who sort of are hybrid between the two fall into this this zone I, I call it the red zone right where you are so busy doing everything for other people that you don't even have time to even think about your own business and when there comes that moment of oh shit like I haven't done any marketing for my business or oh no, I haven't posted anything in so long, or oh no, like I was supposed to have launched this thing three weeks ago and it's still not there. I think that's when we can get into this real danger zone of the summer biz spiral. And it's something that I've always been aware of. It's something that I've always been very sort of conscious and and intentional with avoiding. Because I love my, I love my summer. I, I love my birthday month. Like July is always a fun month of travel. August is always a good time to recharge. And I know that the majority of my clients have kids and, you know, those that don't want to travel and those that do want to spend time with their kids. So that's, it's a-okay. And the way that I plan my calendar is just slightly different to most coaches in that I account for that. Like, I don't need to be on social media Monday through Sunday when it's a quiet time for us in the business when we are focusing on serving our clients to the best of our ability, when we are, you know, essentially showing up for the coaching calls for SCA, and when we're looking at like systems and the next launch and doing the the next set of things. And even when I was a service provider, when I had my copywriting agency, I would set things up a very similar way. Like my, my little sister would be off of school and I would want to spend time with her. Also, everyone in my family works. It's it's really a, it, I feel like it's an immigrant's, you know, uh, legacy, if we like, that everyone is a hard worker in our family. So, you know, who, who to look after the kids, but the self-employed person? Like how many moms can relate to that, eh? So for me, I always set up my summers in such a way where I either worked for a period and then was resting for a period, um, within like the copywriting agency side of things, even when my tutoring agency before that, I would do a placement at the beginning of the summer and then I would do maybe another one at the end and I would try and have a good block of time off. Also, in our family, we go away all 100 of us. <laughs> I say 100, there's like a, about 15 of us that go away every single year and I have to account for that time as well. So we're big, we're loud, we want to go away, we want to see each other, it's like our, our time to hang out. And because of that, I have always set up my calendar in a different way. I know when I'm going away. I know when I'm taking days off. I know that I'm not going to be most likely working the week before school starts because I want to be there for all the things. And therefore, I don't necessarily get into the biz spiral red zone because my calendar has already accounted for this, right? And I think so many people don't account for all of this essentially time off that they need to take over the summer because life happens and people want your attention. Tiny humans want your attention. Tiny humans are around. They're not that, you know, they're not there for like nine hours of your day normally, but they are, they're home now, right? And if you're driving them to camp or whatever, you have to drive them. You have to account for that time going there and back. So here is how you can avoid a summer bis spiral 
without, you know, burning your business to the ground and without abandoning ship. Because we never ever want to abandon ship. We want to serve our people. We want to show up intentionally for our clients and customers and for the people that have opted in to hear from you every week. I think that's so, so, so important that I keep connected to my audience even when I'm traveling or doing things. Or there's, you know, we went to Rome last week and we came back and there was birthdays and parties and da 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 da. That doesn't mean that my business stops running. What I need might be a day at the beach. But what my business needs is for me to show up intentionally and and give it the 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 feed and the life form that it needs, right? That might be content, that might be strategy, it might be a system, it might be, um, you know, a help person. But what I need personally in the summer and what my business needs are two different things. And it's really, really important that the first thing you do is account for what are those two different needs. Maybe this summer you need to have two weeks off to spend with your family, but your business needs to be upkept while those two weeks are happening. So that may, may look like just a newsletter, right? Going out on the specific day that you send your newsletter. Or that might look like, your client calls, right, being rescheduled, or that might look like reminders being sent or something being automated. It might look like in, you know, a hundred and one different ways, but the point being is that what you need might be some uninterrupted time, but what your business needs is is the system or strategy to sustain that. And the best way to start to avoid those summer biz spirals is to actually plan your time. So I know we've just literally talked about content and planning and calendaring over the last few episodes, but I really can't stress this enough, that if it's not on your calendar, it does not happen, okay? <laughs> so I can he- I literally hear dozens of my like clients roll their eyes because they've heard this so many times, but this is so true. You can't, you can't do anything if, if it's not on your calendar. Sure, it might still quote-unquote get done, but it'll be half-assed because it's last minute and you've forgotten it, right? If it's not on your calendar, it doesn't get done. So the first thing what we want to do is plan and prepare. The first thing that I do every single quarter is this thing I called kingdom building. And without going into too much detail, the first step is literally blocking off all of the days that I'm not working. So in July, I think I had, or I think I have, seven working days I've tweaked things around to, I think, make one extra day. So it's, I think it's seven or eight days. I don't remember off the top of my head because we're now in the middle of July. But that's the time that I have to budget all of the things that my business needs from me. It's seven days. It's no, it's no more and no less. And I'm not kidding myself that I'll be able to show up in the same exact way that I have been showing up over the last few months. Because, again, what Elisa needs is time to do birthday week it's time to spend with her sister it's time to go on holiday with her partner it's time to you know implement systems in in the business and actually give myself the creative space to recharge my battery so I can be the most effective and badass coach that my clients could ever hope for right so two separate things the first thing I do is always always take time off intentionally and always always book that in and be very specific now, am I a workaholic? Between you and me, 100%. I, I really do find it difficult to switch off. The, like, the idea machine, I was even laughing with 
my, you know, my integrator earlier today and I was saying like, I've mapped out a hundred, a hundred day challenge is going to be great. And I'm doing this, this and this. And all of these ideas of just having like that day at the beach to just think through things. I never ever stop. Like I'm excited, I'm excited by the things that I do. And I think it's, it's normal to be semi-obsessed with your business, particularly if you love doing what you do. But that doesn't mean that I still can't take time off intentionally. So taking that time off intentionally essentially means for me knowing when I don't have working days and being really, really honest with myself or when that is. So like last week, we had my mum's birthday party thing. We had my little sister's um, sports day that I attended. I nearly melted in the heat as well. It was like in the sunniest field ever and they had no water, no no snacks, no nothing. I was very like harumphed by that whole situation, but we went, it was good, it was fun. Um, and we had, and I had another day planned with my grandmother. So I had basically three less days than I normally would in that week. Now, to give you an example, the sports day finished a little bit earlier. So I had a two hour block to do something for my business. Isn't that exciting? I ended up doing a bunch of stuff that was on my to-do list that was on my like upcoming list. Did I plan for that time though? No, that was bonus time that I essentially just materialized in my schedule and I had a quiet moment to do that. Because I hadn't planned in for that time, it means that I'm actually ahead on schedule and it meant that I could, you know, shove things around this week and, and focus on doing other things. The point here being is that like, it doesn't mean that you, like you don't plan for the time that you want off. <laughs> like if you don't plan for the time that you want off, then it's not going to happen. It just so happened that, you know, the sports day finished earlier and I had that block of time and I ended up doing, actually ended up doing like a work thing and then a personal matter, right? And it was a win-win situation because it made my week better. But it doesn't mean that I'm kidding myself that that's going to be the case this week or the week after that or the week after that. Like these divine pockets of time that end up materializing, you know, when everyone is out of the house or when you're alone or when you have five minutes to yourself... Those are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I, I love that time. The two hours of uninterrupted work time really was like a breath of fresh air. It meant that I could go to the beach on Sunday. It meant that like everything was just, I was so clear and clean. Amazing, right? It's what just what I needed. But in my calendar, I'm not accounting for that every single week and I'm not kidding myself. Most coaches are kidding themselves when they are planning these things in. They're like, yes, you know, if I spend three hours of the sports day and then I, I miraculously somehow magic up two hours in my work schedule on that same day, well, what happens if the sports day runs, you know, runs over? What happens if your kid needs attention? What happens if you get asked by, you know, the nosy mother next door to do something, right? And you, you sort of feel like, or you want to say yes, or you feel like you had to say yes, or you are a volunteer or whatever it may be, right? There are 101 different situations that could pop up. So, Instead of not anticipating those things, just block out your diary and then have a bonus things to do list, right? I have got, you know, in my seven working days, are there other things that I want to work on? 120,000%. Yes, I do want to work on those things, but it doesn't mean I'm kidding myself that I'm going to get to them. And most coaches are. So I think that's thing number one is always take time off intentionally, block it out in your diary make sure that you know the number of actual working hours that you have and how to appropriate those um, properly. Then step two is make a promotional plan. 
In order to avoid a summer bis spiral, do you actually know what you're selling? I, I hate to break this to you, but if your business isn't actively selling something, then you're not a business, you are running a hobby and, and an expensive one at that. So do you have a promotional plan? Do you have an upcoming launch? Maybe you are, you know, similar in the model that you run like me, like I like to take time off and then I like to have a promotional period and then I like to have time off and then promotional period and so on and so forth. Maybe you are like my other clients, right, who like to sell all the time. We used to do that. We used to sell every, all day, every day. And it was great. I, I love that, right? It's just different different paces for what, whatever you're, wherever you're at in, in business. I don't like that model for the summer for me because I'm, again, seven working days. So it doesn't make sense to, to try and sell something every day because I'm, I'm out for the majority of July. So even if I wanted to sell something every day, I probably could still pre-schedule and do other things, but it just doesn't feel like the vibe for me. So what is the marketing vibe for you? Do you have a specific, you know, plan in place for what you're selling and when? Do you have call to action going? Are you actively promoting something? We're going to be doing, you know, the content planning party in the next in the next few weeks. Um, I'm going to be actively selling that, <laughs> you know, when when I'm back back in the office. And it's going to be great. It's going to be really, really, really a fun, but also really useful for my audience. We have a plan for that, right? I wouldn't just necessarily take weeks and weeks off work without having a plan in place, looking forward at, at what I'm selling and when I'm doing that. So, you know, our next thing is the content planning party. Then we're going into, you know, a bigger, a bigger promotion, which I'm very, very excited for. But, you know, do you have a plan? Have you thought about the next thing you're selling? Do you have that baked into your calendar? Do you know what needs to happen for that to, to actually materialize into being? So that would be the next thing that I would do is I would definitely take time off intentionally. I would block it out and then I would look at the days that I have left and think, okay, do I want to sell something here? Do I want to promote something here? What makes sense in the timeline of events? Then I would really encourage you to stick to one core piece of content before your, you know, next promotion, if you're on a reduced work schedule, I would still show up for whatever it is that you want to show up for. And I wouldn't stop communicating with your people altogether, but I would commit to yourself that you're going to show up. So for me, again, like this is the podcast, we're talking with each other right now. Why are we doing that? Well, because I want to talk to you and I don't want to just leave you hanging for weeks and weeks and then you wonder, well, what happened to that Alisa? <laughs> whatever, whatever happened to that, that cool British Ukrainian girl who talks about marketing and coaching and all of the things in between. I want to be in constant communication with you. Now that means that I might bulk record some episodes or it means that I might do this weekly. Like over the last few weeks, I've been doing them weekly and I've just been really enjoying updating you on what's happening in my life. And I think that's really, really fun, you know, and, and using this specific time as an example and a case study for you. So you see how an actual, you know, business owner operates their coaching business and what actually happens behind the scenes. We just did a really big launch and it was great and I loved every single moment of it, but it also means I need to have a rest. It doesn't mean that I now forget everyone, right? And it doesn't mean that I now abandon my whole business and run for the hills. And I, th I think a lot of biz spirals happen because, you know, business owners feel like that, like, oh my God, 
I have all of these people and I'm not communicating with them and now it's too late and da 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 da. And it sort of just thought spirals. For things like that, I really love EFT tapping. I love creativity tapping. I love, you know, getting into the vibe of creation tapping. I really like a lot of sort of creativity, openness, fun, magnet- magnetic like attitude tappings around around those topics because I feel like they get you out of that sort of desperate spiral energy and into a more of a I'm a creator and actually I can pick up a mic or I can pick up a camera or I can pick up my phone and create a piece of content and it's not going to kill me like it's going to be great so for me I've chosen in in this July crazy period to to record these every week right for you that might look like I have got four hours of of uninterrupted time and I'm going to batch my content and then I'm going to go off and spend time with whoever I want to spend time with that might be the vibe for you but there is no right or wrong answer here as long as you actually are showing up in one place consistently and are telling people about that specific place, right? Then I really, really, really think that whenever you're in a bis spiral, the best thing that you can do is clean your physical space. I don't know about you, but whenever I'm in a spiral mode, and trust you me, I go, I get into spiral mode sometimes too, like every single business owner does. It's normal. It's, it's like when, you know, you're expecting the golden mountains and then something, you know, a rainy cloud comes over. Every single business owner goes through dips and it goes through, they go through growth and they go through plateaus and they go through all of these different ranges of things. Just because something looks perfect from the outside doesn't mean that it actually is. So whenever I go through any type of spiral, the first thing I do is clean. The first thing I do is clean. I grab a big basket I dump all of the shit that is strewn about the house into a big basket and then I start sorting and organizing and I feel so much better after I clean. Please tell me I'm not alone. (laughs) Like my weird cleaning habits are, are, you know, normal and and are okay because I really, really, really swear by that tactic. Like cleaning up, sorting, organizing, even if it takes, you know, an hour or two out of your day, just having a clean desk, having a clean space is such a big difference to how you show up at work. And I think the people who are like us and work from home and, you know, they they, they do coaching over Zoom or whatever, are clean, you know, like a working space is our, is our church essentially. And how many of us mistreat the church, right? The sanctity of the desk. <laughs> um, so yeah, the first thing I the first thing that I would really focus on if you're really deep and you're like I'm really I'm really struggling to get out of this is just clean. Clean the physical space. It'll make you feel so much better. And it will also probably, you know, give you that oomph, that aha moment, the the creative the creative spark that you've been missing. I feel like when we remove stuff and we give ourselves literal physical space, mental space starts to open up. And that is really, really exciting. Because again, like when I was lying on the beach, I had so much free, just free time to think about things and so much mental space to just, to process and to think about all of the things that I want to create for you. And so many exciting things that are coming up that I'm super, super duper excited about. So clean house because you don't know where it's going to lead and and how it's going to open up your mind to all the creative things that are just like they're percolating in there, they're, they're marinating in the goodness of your brain. And they're just waiting for you to open that lid and for all of that beautiful stuff to come out. And then, you know, finally, I would make a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment for a time block or those days or even just the time in the day for when you're actually going to show up and do the work. For me, 
And for my clients, I think the biggest difference is when you are in integrity with your time. If you said that Monday is your working day, actually show up on Monday as your working day. I could have today taken, you know, said, you know what? I don't want to record my podcast. I don't want to do the things. I don't want to do my meeting. I don't want to delegate. I don't want to do my coaching calls. You know, I don't want to do the group coaching thing. It's, it's, it is whatever, right? I'm just, I'm tired and I'm hot and it's a heat wave and blah, 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 blah. I could have woken up with that energy and said, hmm, you know what? I want to go to the beach. But on my, on my working calendar, today's a work day. And sure, in normal circumstances, I would say to you, you can do whatever you like. And if you can shove things around and, you know, go have a beach day, then 100% go and do that. But for most of us, where the discipline of your time management has slipped up so many times that you don't believe yourself anymore when you put things on your calendar, that you don't believe you'll actually follow through. And if that's you, if you don't believe that you can actually follow through on the commitments that you make to yourself, then you got to get into integrity. You have got to get into uh, it's this or this mode, as in if it's on my calendar, it's happening. I'm not going to dilly-dally. I'm not going to change my mind just because I, I want to. Now, if you know, one of my clients is very is very much the opposite of that. She's like, if it's all my calendar, is getting done. But sometimes I'm like, you know, let's just add a bit more ease into your life. Let's, you know, if you want to go to the beach, you can do. It's okay. You've got the space in your calendar to tweak things around, to move things, you know. And if that's you, if you're the latter case, then of course, you know, you can add space into your calendar as of and when you need to. But if you're in this biz spiral situation where you have limited time, all of the things are happening and you don't know what to do next, make a commitment to yourself, decide on when you're working and actually follow through. Come rain, come, come, come hail, come a heat wave, it's happening, okay? So those would be my best, 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 best tips to avoid getting into that spiral, to actually become productive, to, to be you know, to have a hot coach summer, if you like. I hope that was helpful. Let me know which tip was your number one favorite and which one you're going to implement. You can DM me at Elisa K Coaching on Instagram. I always want to hear your feedback and I will speak to you next week. Have an amazing rest of your week. Bye. stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically good news magnetic mavens is here to help you be unforgettable our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story in this membership you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm it's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.